0: Hey, welcome to Shine. My name is Monica Ramey, and I'm really looking forward to connecting with you guys tonight. So come on in and join me. I've got an awesome guest tonight. Um, He's hanging out here. We'll call it backstage. His name is Eli Hendricks. He's a pastor in Florida, and um, we're going to find all about his life, his region, and what God is doing in the state of Florida in his area. His wife wasn't able to meet us tonight. They had some things come up. I'm hoping to to meet her at another time. So um, I'm not going to waste time. I'm going to bring him right in. I want everybody to meet. Pastor Eli Hendricks.
1: It's good being with you tonight.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on. It's an honor to have you here, sir. Um, So I wanted to jump in and talk about this theme that I've had running through this show uh, for the state of Florida. You know, I'm from northern Kentucky, and I had no clue... That I was going to move to Florida one day, uh, my kids were grown, you know, leaving the house, and my husband walks up to me and says, "I feel like God said we're going to move to Florida," and and I thought, well, that's not something that I'm I'm used to hearing come out of his mouth, so it was really a serious thing for me. And I'm like, well, I have two grown children here, so you know, wow, this is a, this is kind of a a big deal. I had to you know break free from a lot of mom stuff. <laughs> So I ended up praying about it. And, you know, God was saying, trust that this is me speaking to your husband. And we ended up moving to Florida. And when we came here, our destinies exploded. And I mean, it was like and I'm I'm telling you what the first week I've told this story before, but I I was driving up the road um, to the store and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit hits me and I start weeping. And I'm like. I love this place. (laughs) And I'm like, what are you doing to me, Lord? (laughs) And all of a sudden I felt like the Lord was giving me love for this land. Mm. Um, And I've never had that even in my hometown. Um, So I, you know, our destinies explode for, you know, both of us and God starts making all these connections. And what I realized is God has moved us here for a work. And that's really what I want to talk to you about tonight, because I met you and I want to give honor to um, Apostle Ken Malone, his wife, Cheryl. You know, um, he is a a pioneer in the state of Florida, and he is pioneering and trudging through something um, that a lot of people aren't. And um, I don't you know, when you pioneer something, you feel everything. And, um, you know, I'm one of those one time the Lord said I was a first ascent climber. And that's the one that has to go rip down all the stuff and pave away for people. And then they get to climb right up. (laughs) So, um, you know, God bless apostle Ken Malone. And um, so I'm, what I'm getting at is this, there's a work that God is bringing people into alignment for, and it's happening in the spirit and it's happening in the natural. And those alignments are happening. And so when I met apostle Ken, um, you know, he opened up, relationships just like you and when i started hearing the sound coming out of you and a few other people i'm like they have the same dna and there is a work that's being done so i would love to hear about how god brought you to florida if you're a lifer give me what you got tell us about yourself and what's going on in your life
1: well i would consider myself to be a lifer i was raised in fort lauderdale but i wasn't born in this state i was actually born in roanoke virginia And I was less than a year old. My mom moved to Miami and then eventually settled in the Fort Lauderdale area. Uh, But I've been in Tallahassee now for going on 30 years. Been married to my wife for 29 years. And God is just doing an incredible work. Been in full time ministry here for 25 years. And I had the joy of um, meeting Apostle um, Ken Malone, um, just like yourself. But I met him from a, a totally different perspective. I was actually attending a conference that Dutch was speaking at and Chuck was at and Ken was there. And I didn't know those, those gentlemen at that time, I didn't run with them, um, had a heart and a passion for Florida though. And so when I went and, um, um, I knew the pastor that was hosting that conference and he came up to me afterwards and he said, listen, I've got a problem. I'm like, okay, what's going on? And he turned and he said, I was supposed to find Ken Malone a place to preach tomorrow and um, and well, you have them at your church. Well, normally the answer would have been no. You know, I'm not gonna have somebody come in and speak to our people that I'm not in relationship with. Right. And, you know, it's amazing to me the people that will call the church that want to come and speak, and we have no relationship. Right. And so not um, happening. <laughs> it's not happening at all. So I turned and um, just felt the Holy Spirit say, tell him yes. And so that's exactly what I did. And um, the next morning, about four o'clock in the morning, the Lord woke Ken up and gave him a specific word for our congregation. It was just spot on. And so it's it started a great relationship. And, you know, everything in in the kingdom is about alignment. Um, You know, there in in Capernaum, you know, Jesus talked with a centurion and they were all talking about alignment. The centurion recognized that Jesus was in alignment with the father. And um, and, it, and as a matter of fact, Jesus turned and he said, nowhere in all of Israel have I seen such great faith. So he equated faith to alignment. He equated faith wow. to authority. You know, the position of power in the kingdom of God is a position of authority. You have no authority if you're not under authority. Come on. And, and so I love what God is doing in Florida. I love connecting with Forerunner Ministries. I love connecting with um, Ecclesia International, with Dutch. And God is just moving incredibly.
0: That's powerful. I love that word too, what you were just talking about. So tell me this, what have you noticed since this whole COVID thing broke out? Um, and what do you see big picture wise? What kind of movement? Cause I'm, I'm feeling like, you know, God's been showing me things way before this happened, um, about the skin turning, the new wine skin turning over and, you know, we're it's, yeah. be, it's becoming, um, tell us about what, what your thoughts are on that.
1: Well, I know for everybody it's a little bit different, but my perspective mm-hmm. is, is always going to be able to turn towards the kingdom. Um, you know, one of the things that I see is I don't see the church being closed. Mm-hmm. I see the church being deployed. And, and what's, what's amazing through all of that is that the reach, you know, even from Lifeway, the, the, the church that I, I pastor inside of this region, the reach that, that we have had has gone internationally. Um, and so I see a, a, a tremendous um, um, shift of the spirit of God. You know, what's amazing is that sometimes we love the, the land of, of, of peace and safety. We, we love to be comfortable. That's right. um, and you know what? But Jesus told the disciples to tarry in Jerusalem until they received power. And then from there, they were going to go out to Jerusalem, um, Judea, Samaria and to the ends of the earth. But an event took place that really got them out of Jerusalem. And it was a man by the name of Titus that came to Jerusalem in 70 AD and literally set the city on fire. And it caused them to be able to be deployed. It caused them to be able to push out. And the gospel went around the world. And so one of the things I see taking place right now is the church has been so confined with inside of four walls. And I see the Lord um, knocking those walls down to be able to get them out to, to begin to reach people. We have people that tune into our services from all over the world and it's amazing.
0: Come on, I love that. I see the same thing. And you know, I want to say this, there's a lot of fear that's going on. Um and honestly, I see a whole lot of it coming even from the church. And I know, you know, that's to be expected as well. Some some people just are fear fear driven, you know. Um and yeah. we look at the things of the world and and some people run right to that, but what I what I really see is God birthing something new, um just like you're saying and Um, in times of great shaking is when the church really grows. And I know in my own personal life, in every trial, in every testing and all of the things that I've gone through, and it's been a lot, (laughs) (laughs) um, you know, you never like when you're going through it and nobody likes change and nobody wants to go through all of those things. But, um, man, every single time God is faithful. He he's never I'll never forget this. My great grandmother said before she died, um, I was pregnant with my daughter at the time and and she's like 23. My great grandmother was on her deathbed and she said to me, Monica, one of her last words, she said, always trust the Lord. He has never failed me. And I'm going to tell you, he's never failed me either. And that's tonight. just it. I don't care what you go through. I, I, I've I've settled it in my heart that um I've seen enough now, and I'm in. And if every person I know drops off the end of the planet, I'm hanging on to Jesus.
1: That's right. Right. That's right. And
0: and He's used the adversity to cause strength and courage and growth and maturity to rise up. And and I believe it's the same thing in China. You know the underground. You know the the persecution comes, and we don't know persecution here. That's right. Um, true persecution. But the, the the church underground in China is, they're rocking and rolling underground. <laughs> Some, go and ahead. Let me
1: say something to you. The church in America is rocking and rolling. Come
0: on. Come on. And, and,
1: you know, it's amazing. In the midst of this, the growth that's coming out of this pandemic is phenomenal. Yes. It is phenomenal. So I had to do a funeral here at, at the beginning, or actually right before the COVID really hit. And um, my brother-in-law's best friend passed away. And so I got a phone call to be able to see if I would travel down to Lake Placid to, um, to do the funeral. Well, I had to speak at a conference in Orlando um, the day of the funeral. So I said, as long as you do it early, I can still make my conference in, um, in Orlando. So we go down there. So on the way down there, I'm talking with the Lord and the Lord is one of the things he's developing in Tallahassee is an apostolic center. Chuck prophesied it that Florida had numerous apostolic centers, um, all over the state you know an apostolic center is a place that takes responsibility for their region a lot of churches are are, are driven um, from a local mindset where an apostolic center is driven from a regional mindset yes and so I'm traveling down the Lord's just dropping all kinds of things into the the cab of my vehicle and um, and I just turned just cavalierly and I turned and I said currently lifeway leases a an auditorium of a phenomenal Christian school and uh, and so I turned to the Lord I said lord if if if, if we're gonna do all that you have placed inside of my heart, we need a permanent facility. And, and it, it was a simple little prayer. And I went and I performed the funeral, um, um, spent time with the family and then made a transition to Orlando. That evening in Orlando, after the service was over, I had somebody walk up to me that was the Bishop for the state of Florida and said, listen, um, I have a location in Tallahassee that um, it's an older congregation. They only have less than a dozen people. And I want you to prayerfully consider moving LifeWay into it. Um, sitting on five acres of property, it's debt-free. The congregation has great money in the bank and they just want to unfold it all into LifeWay. Oh, so wow. within 24 hours of me turning and praying that. So all of a sudden, then we go into the COVID. And uh, at a time where a lot of people are shrinking back, the Lord just told me, he said, listen, this is a time for you to be able to stretch. This Come is on. a time for, time for you to do the things that I've called you to be able to do and to be able to put those things in place. So uh, as a result, you know, um, Lifeweight had an online presence. We never had one prior to the COVID, wow. but during the COVID here, we started an online presence. Well, now all of a sudden I got people all over the world that are Hi. dumping money into Lifeweight. Listen Come to me, Monica. On. So in the midst of the covid our savings have increased $70,000. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about our tithes and offerings. I'm talking about our savings have increased $70,000 in the midst of this COVID because of, I really believe that God is looking for people that are going to look to him. You know, you can't allow fear to be the strongest voice that you listen to, you know, and you can't allow the enemy to unseat the word that God has placed inside of your heart. You know, he uses fear. He uses trials. He uses pandemics, for the purpose of trying to unseat the word. But it's important for us, especially in Florida. We've been given some phenomenal prophetic words over this state, and we've got to continually cultivate those words. We can't be driven by by who's saying what. We can't be driven by what's shutting down or what's what's being scaled back. We've gotta be driven by the word of the Lord. And that's the thing that's gotta be able to be at the forefront of our minds.
0: I'm telling you, amen to everything you said. And wow, I mean, of course, I'll tell you, listen, When this COVID thing hit, the same thing happened to me in a different way. Personally, you know, then you started hearing people come out with all this negativity saying, whoever prophesied that the church was going (laughs) to prosper, sure didn't miss it. And I'm thinking, no, they didn't. I mean, they didn't. (laughs) That's right. This wasn't for everyone, but I'm going to tell you, Monica Ramey received every bit of those words (laughs) and stuff started exploding in my life that that was absolutely nothing before that. So a um, massive breakthrough for us here and um amazing, amazing breakthrough. I I believe it's the scripture in Isaiah that says arise, shine, and that's the name of this show. I say right. every, it's a it's a life scripture, and I almost feel like I'm in sin if I don't say the scripture. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it burns in me because I have a a clarion call in me to release a rise, shine for your light has come. The glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Darkness will cover the earth and deep darkness the people, but the Lord will rise upon the church. The church will rise in the darkness. And that's what's happening right now. It's boots on the ground boots on the ground is where I love we are it. right now. And I'm all up in it right now. I feel like I'm like, come on, let's do this. <laughs> and, but I want to say, um, you know, as I calm down, <laughs> the other thing is something beautiful has really been happening in my own house. And I believe it's happening all over is the reset that everyone prophesied about. Um, and I think in America, you know, about seven years ago or something like that, the Lord spoke to me, in my pastor's wife's kitchen and he said, I'm going to show you what culture, how, how your culture has impacted Christianity. And so within the next several years, things started unfolding and he just really started showing me how we had this sort of model that looked more like the world's business model and that everybody was looking to get to their next level and promoted. And, but, it, you know, he started like showing me like what is promotion and what is that? And what is in the hearts of man that think that everyone's going to have this certain look or this certain thing. And, and it wasn't reality. And um, so I really just, he started giving me these words called Holly. He said, he started saying Hollywood, Jesus, Hollywood, Jesus, Hollywood, <laughs> Jesus. And I kept hearing it. And so one day he gave me a word about it. And I was brand new to doing videos and I got on and I started talking about the culture and how it's impacted Christianity. Um, So in saying all of that at home here, we've had a reset and I'll never forget. It was like, you know, a couple weeks in and I'm watching my son and my husband get up together and it was a Sunday and I just turned some worship music on because I thought, well, we're not at church, so I'm going to turn it on. And I start and I'm looking over. My son is reading his little picture Bible. That's awesome. And my husband's sitting on the couch reading his Bible and I've got this worship, I'm feeling Holy Spirit. And I'm like, wow, I don't think we've ever done this. Yeah. We all do it on our own kind of thing. And it was like, we're doing it as a unit and I'm feeling the unity in the spirit. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you know, doing the woman thing. Like, oh, this is so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I believe that reset's happening. I'm watching my son, you know, I'm paying more attention. My eight-year-old son is like, this kid has got the gift of wisdom and prophetic stuff. And he's Amen. telling me insights into things. And I'm, I'm like, whoa, it just it's there's more of, um, you know, it's like the Jewish model. The Eastern culture is, is, is so different than how we do things here. They're all about home and family and everything flows out of that place. And That's I believe right. God has brought us back to that. Don't you?
1: Absolutely. And, and look at what's happened even in the school systems. You know, they, they're, they're trying, they're trying to open. Now they're closing, they're, 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 they're retracting. And I really believe that what the Lord is saying is that, listen, it's time for the families to start raising those kids. It's time for them to be able to pour in. And I know that that's different for everybody. I know that there's single moms out there that are struggling. Um, they're trying to be able to figure out how to be able to make the ends meet. But at the same time, you know, um, we have, we have to stop abdicating our role to the state and to the government. Because they will lead our kids right down a path of destruction. But I believe God is shifting everything to be able to, to, for for one of the greatest awakenings. You know, when we began to pray in in 19 for an awakening, I don't think anybody thought that the awakening was going to come like this. No. But the the fact of the matter, you know what's happening is that God is causing his bride to be awakened to him. He's he's forcing his bride to be able to, to, to spend time with him. And I think it's wonderful.
0: Oh man, that is, I'm all over that. That is what's happening. That is the awakening. You know, the deep darkness is is here, but but we are we are arising, and this thing is happening. The bride is is being mature. I'll tell you another thing that I'm seeing. Two things, um, the Lord told me one that the anointing will be on teams, yeah. and um, shout out to um, Cheryl Malones on here right now, and she just said God's blessing. Um, Amen. So you know teams. The anointing will be on teams because it's this unity thing, even in the unit, the family unit, it's the same thing in the body. It's the, bo- there's a greater measure and a greater picture and a greater anointing when the body is there, not just right. one mouth speaking. It's when we move together as a whole unit, as a body, God is going to, um, bigger things are going to, great. um, um I'm, I'm seeing like explosions happening in regions, um, I don't know if I, I didn't get to share this with you at all. So you're going to get to hear it right here. I sent this to Apostle Malone. Um, so remember the prayer thing that we did? And I got a word for Volusia County. Right. Okay. So I get this random. This is about five weeks ago or so. I get a random um, message from someone that says it was it was from. Um, I'm going to pronounce her name wrong. Honey Sweetheart or Swihart. Swihart. Awesome. Awesome. Worship gal. She's um, she goes to to Apostle Ken's church and does worship and she's phenomenal. But anyway, she sends me a message. She was like, your prophetic word. Someone sent it to the the biggest church in Ormond Beach and they just played it over the the entire church. And so I, I she's like, here's the she tags me. I go to it and there's the pastor of this huge. It looks like a little mega church is standing up and and. There's my video and it's talking about Volusia County. And I'm saying, what is God doing? (laughs) And so they said before that happened, a few nights before that happened, a spirit of intercession came on them. And the word that I got was there was a hub and and there were spokes in the hub. But a spark was lit when intercessors God is calling intercessors to come together in a greater measure than they've ever done. And if they'll come together, a strategy and like a blueprint from heaven is going to come and things are going to shift in great ways. So they set up, they opened up their church for a whole new night just for intercessors to come. I said, my God, look at God, look at the people (laughs) of God acting on that word. You are going to see the shift. Shifts are going to begin to happen in these regions. It's powerful.
1: So let me say this to you. Um, Back in 2018, we had Chuck and Dutch and Ken here in the capital city. Um, they, 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 they pulled on me to be able to find a venue. Our venue did not seat enough. So I went to a local school and I used their theatrical, um, auditorium seats about 1300. Um, prior to that, we had three different churches that chose to be able to come together for that event. So every week, the intercessors from each church were all coming together and bombarding heaven. You know, we did prayer strikes around that school, that school right at the tail end of the previous school year. They had some racial tension flare up. And as a result, some of the kids were arrested. And so we went against that and and we began just to be able to believe God for an open heaven. So we, we go into these three days and it's packed. There's 1300 people there from coming from all over the region and the glory of God falls in that place. Dutch turns. And he, he says that, you know, he had not been in a meeting that powerful in over 10 years. Um, but what was amazing is that the heavens just a couple years prior were like shut over Tallahassee. Um, it's such a religious mindset. And I believe when churches Come together. I believe that when people can lay down their own identity and come together under the banner of Christ, um, and, and what was amazing is that it wasn't just Caucasian churches. There was African. It was an African American church that was a part of it also, and the power of God fell. And so we actually met for like six months prior to that, um, usually once or twice a month. All the congregations would come together. We would have a Sunday morning worship, um, and, and service, and we were believing God to be able to move powerfully. So, girl, you are spot on as it, as it pertains to regions and what the kingdom of God wants to be able to do. I believe that there is the shift that has to happen is to be able to move away from the local church mindset oh and begin to take responsibility for their regions.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you, you know, um, when God started birthing this message in me, you go through every phase of it. You start seeing everything that's wrong first, you know. And so then right. he's got to temper you and work through. He's like, no, I love my church. I love the local church. You know, you go through every phase. I'm like, this isn't right. Why is there only one person speaking? Why aren't they imparting the gifts? Why? You know, you go through all of the different right. you know, things that, that you have to process that word and that message and he has to hone it and, and soften it. But I'm going to tell you, he is in love with the local church and we've Amen. got to have a place for when this stuff breaks out that people can come. And I feel the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to tell you, it's like God knows, you know, his sons and his sons hear; They have ears to hear and they Mm -hmm. have eyes to see what the spirit is saying. You know, they're led by his spirit. And that's the difference. The sons and the daughters of God are arising. You know, I want to share this also. Um, I got a word. He told me that this was this was really cool how the Holy Spirit gave them, dropping my kid off one morning for school. I'm like, love you. Bye. And I get in the car and I start hearing ready or not. Here I come ready or not. Here I come. And the whole way home, I heard the whisper until finally I started giggling and I was like, Holy Spirit, what are you saying to me? And, and I'm going to tell you, I got the whole passage of the 11th hour workers and When I got home, I mean, I started leaning into that thing and hearing and listening to what he was saying. And he said, the 11th hour workers are coming on the scene and, and they're the ones that no one wanted to hire, but the Lord wants to hire them. I feel the Holy ghost. The Lord wants to hire them and the Lord is hiring them. And I'm going to tell you another thing. This is something I'm a part of. God is healing the 11th hour workers right now. He is healing and restoring them from the things that they've been hurt. And, um, this is the season when God, you know, the justice words started being released last year and I had one of them. I'm going to tell you, um, I've, I'm a deliverance minister, inner healing and deliverance. And I've been doing it for a long time and I've seen, I've wrestled, I've done all the stuff that you can, there has never been a time. And I've been saying this for, for months, I have never seen the grace of God available to believers right now to come and get free. I don't care what you've been bound with and I don't care how long it's been. I don't care if you're sitting with a needle in your arm right now and you had given your come to him. Now is your time to get free. I want to say that, right? I don't care what you're struggling with. The grace is available for you to get delivered. 100% of every person I have prayed for in the last five months has gotten delivered 100. There's no struggle. (laughs) All they do is just like they're getting ready to have a baby. You get into position. You just get in the position and you're going to have this baby. You're going to get free. And I'm telling you, I've never, I feel it. I've never seen it like this. And I I feel like I just want to beg people. It's like, try one more time. Just push one more time because you are going to break free.
1: That's right. That's right. Yeah. Girl, you got a little preach on you. I got a lot of thought, pre- <laughs> 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 Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Got some fire going on
0: up
1: in here. Well, let's get back to Florida because I really believe that one of the keys in Florida is that Florida cannot afford to allow the word that's, that's been prophesied to Florida to be dislodged from their heart. You know, um, a couple of weeks ago, the Lord reminded me of, of Jesus that was in the, the stern of the ship. And here he turned to his disciples and he told his disciples, Let us go over to the other side. And then he gets into the stern of the ship. He falls asleep. You know the story. And and all of a sudden, a great storm comes. And the disciples, the Bible says the boat started filling with water. And the disciples were in fear for their life. And they turned to him. They completely forgot the word that he told them. We're going over to the other side. And they turned and said, don't you care that we're perishing? And I believe if we're not careful in the state of Florida, people are going to forget the word that God has prophesied over our state. This is not a time to shrink back. Come this is a time to be able to declare what God has already said. That, you know, we're in that season. We're in the season where the churches, you know, it, it's amazing. I was talking to somebody from Broward County and I didn't realize that down in Broward County and in, in Dade County that the churches have have not been opened yet. And and so they are still meeting online. But you know what it's doing is it's causing those leaders to begin to to get outside of their comfort zone. No longer are they reliant upon Sunday morning services inside of the four walls of their buildings. Now, all of a sudden, they're seeing from a bigger perspective. And I really believe that's what it's going to take in the days ahead. But I'm excited. I believe that the days ahead are going to be marked by a tremendous harvesting of souls. Hmm. Like you're saying, tremendous deliverance. God gave me, a, gave me a vision several years ago of people coming into the, the lobby of our church. And as they came into the lobby of our church, Monica, we had people like yourself that were very gifted, very discerning. They, 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 they were um, um, equipped in the area of deliverance. And as people were coming in on a Sunday morning, they were able to discern the areas that people were in bondage to and almost like a triage center at the hospital that would, a gurney is brought in from an ambulance. They were able to tell them, go into room four, go into room five. They were able to connect them with the right people that listen, it wasn't months. It wasn't a long drawn out period. It was instantly they would spend time with them and instantly they'd get set free and not only set free, but all of a sudden, there was an acceleration in their spiritual growth. And, and, and you had people that weren't even saved for, for a month. And yes. all of a sudden, God was supernaturally using them. I'll never forget when I first got saved. It was the same. Nobody ever told me that spiritual maturity is, is a condition of time. They all told me, um, Eli, it's a condition of your heart. The more you surrender to him, the faster you grow. Come on. And so I, I'd go to Bible studies and, you know, and have these Bible studies, I'd raise my hand and I would give insight or I'd give, you know, whatever the Lord was giving me at that time. And, um, and afterwards, somebody would turn and say, man, how long have you been saved? <laughs> three, three weeks. You're like- <laughs> 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 and, 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 and listen, you know what, that, that whole paradigm, that whole wineskin has to be embraced. You know, the whole thing about telling people to shut up and sit down that, you know what, you just got to wait your time. That's got to be broken. And and as a matter of fact, that whole shift has to be we have to expect that all of a sudden people are going to be saved. They're going to be delivered. They're going to be equipped all in a very short period of time and released. I I was watching a video the other day by Charlie Champ. And here he's out in the in the the chop zone in Seattle. And and I love he was given a testimony of a guy that that, that got saved. He got delivered. and, And all of a sudden he goes out and he starts evangelizing. Telling people, hey, listen, the men of God are here, and and people are coming in to be able to hear the word. I love that. I and I'm gonna t- and I'm gonna tell you, if the church doesn't embrace it, it's gonna pass them by. Come on. And so it's it's oh, it's so important for us to be able to realize that that younger generation, that millennia generation, we've got to be able to provide that platform for them to thrive.
0: Come on, I'm gonna tell you, I'm I'm on fire while you're talking about it, but <laughs> that was the word that he said. Ready or not, here I come. You know, I'm one of them. It's like I've been being prepared on the back of the scene for a long, long time. You know, I've had yeah. people be like, you know, I've, you know, you hear stuff, and and people, I didn't just. I just came on a video. I've been doing all this stuff for 20 years. You know I mean, getting smacked around with the hell's that's kitchen right. the ink in my forehead. So, you know, it's got a special engraved name for Monica Ramey. That's right. <laughs> like, you know, I felt some things, but I'm here to tell you this the 11th hour workers, that is it. And that's what God was saying. It's like the mothers, see, see that Hollywood thing in the church or that cultural mindset that we've been in has kept people thinking, I got to protect this thing. Cause it's my turn. My turn is coming. I'm that's next. Right. My next is coming. All this stuff that we've heard, this goofy stuff that's all ego driven. And it truly is. It's all self-driven and that's yep. not the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, that's and, right. and so that's got to get pushed down and we've got to say, what is your will? not my will what's the will of god i feel the holy spirit what is the will of god and what do you want me to do open up these ears because god has a work and you know the 11 hour workers their ears are going to be open they've been receiving information and just like you said acceleration and maturity will be upon them and it'll be like just like you know in in the in the bible it's gonna say. These are the ones that turn the world upside down while you're fighting and jockeying for a position in church. They're going to be out boots on the ground, dragging people in, bringing them in and turnovers of souls. And and the kingdom of God is going to be advanced. And this is the work that we've got to get involved in. This is You
1: you know, what's amazing is that um, leaders cannot allow insecurity to govern them. You know, insecurity is wrong security exposed. Come on. Um, we, we've got to recognize that God is moving um, in the land. I've got a young man that's, that's in our church, um, not even 30 years old. I mean, he might be 30 years old. Um, and he was a part of crusades um, in Africa. And so he was a part of setting those crusades up, running those crusades and hundreds of thousands of people would come. So he comes to Tallahassee. And, uh, and all of a sudden, God gives him a vision of a crusade at Dope Campbell Stadium. That's the home of Florida State Seminoles. And, um, and, and God moving in his glory, covering that stadium. And, um, and, and, and you know, and, and all of a sudden he begins to, to uh, he's introduced to me. We began to meet together. And, you know, I've done everything possible to be able to put um, a wind underneath him. You know, as a church, we're, we're financially supporting him because his passion is for the campuses. But don't you know, Monica, he's already set up with Florida State. That they're already have given approval for them to be able to hold a crusade right there at Dope Campbell Stadium, 90,000 capacity. Why? Because, because that generation, your generation had a vision, had a dream. And and because people didn't say shut up and sit down, you know, you got to be able to wait your time or to be able to say, you know, that's ridiculous. Nobody can get that stadium. You know what? We turned and said, listen, let's just believe God. Come and, on. And, and God began to make contact after contact has connected him with, um, 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 a a great Christian organization and and God is just putting it all together. I believe the only place that we're limited is inside of our minds. And we begin to allow those strongholds, those perceptions to be pulled down and allow God to begin to move. I'm telling you, we can't even begin to understand what he's going to do.
0: It's everything. And let me go back to something that you said and piggyback on that. You know, your, your, your acceleration came in the surrender. And that is true. My husband just said this two days ago. He said, when people struggle, (laughs) or they continue to struggle, God's already, he's already there. We're the he ones is. that got to catch up. We're the ones that, that have to let go, um, which is so true. But I'm going to tell you this, you know, that I'm looking at all these comments. People are like, yeah, we got to get in the trenches. Um, you know, the mother and father thing, I want to I touch on that again because um, the truth is this, the work that the shift that's going to take place is, like you said, it's really the the insecurities or the jealousies or the 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 when that model that hollywood jesus model gets broke off and where right. we say i'm not um um i'm not looking for mine anymore okay i surrender mine and i say what do you want me to do that's where that's right. things start changing that's yep. when everything changes so um, it's a heart thing, you know, and and I believe God is doing it already. I, and, and, you know, I want to say this, too, because, you know, there's a death in that. That's right. There's a death in that. And um, people who are coming on the scene also have to honor and realize that the people who've gone before them made a way for you to come on the scene, That's you right. know, and we've That's got to right. partner with that. There are mothers and fathers. And I'll tell you, um. God wants us to unify because that new wine skin, I saw a picture once, this was super cool. I saw a picture of, you know, it's like when you rip a scab off, okay, or you get cut, it's like in that in-between stage of healing, there's like fluid that has to come up and then little bonds <laughs> and all these different things have to come up for that new skin to actually start forming something. And in That's these right. stages, it's like, you know, the the, the older generation God, there are some people that haven't even begun to get started yet. It's like lay down your thing and say, what do you want to do? God will light this generation on fire. They'll come together and form that new skin. Both generations coming together It's going to be a phenomenal strengthened bond for the ones yep. who will let go. And I, I heard someone and I, ha- I did a YouTube video with someone talking about the house of Saul is coming down and the Lord gave me a word about the burning ones that are coming on the scene. Amen. And and he said, those who operate like Saul pretty much are going to miss it. The ones who are operating like Saul are going to miss it. And, and we don't want any, we don't want anybody to miss it. We all want to catch this wave and get it on this new thing. (laughs) So tell me a little bit more. Um, tell me about your church.
1: So where well, you're located and what you guys are doing. Go ahead. So, so we're there in Tallahassee. And um, and so we're still in that discovery phase on what it's going to take to retrofit this new building that we're going to be moving into. So we've partnered with a, a, a Christian school. Um, we have a wonderful relationship with them. And so we're on the north side of town and um, and God is moving um, powerfully. But, you know, when when this facility was offered to me, it's on the other side of town. And so somebody turned to me and they said, you know, pastor, we've never heard you talk about the other side of town. We've never heard you talk about the south side of town. And I turned and I said, that's because um, the shift that God is doing inside of me is moving me from a local church to a regional church. (laughs) And and so, you know, what's what's amazing is that the the, the regional church is going to be located at a place that um, I believe that there are so many diamonds in the rough over on that side of town, people that it's, it's a medium um, are, uh, to low income area, um, people that many have given up on. And what people don't understand is that my wife and I, we used to live over in those neighborhoods.
0: Yeah.
1: And, uh, and so God is, is, is literally sending us back to those areas. Come on. Um, but there's just something about not forgetting where you've come from. But let me just say this to you. Uh, and there's something about the two generations merging together. I'm, I'm reminded of uh, um, Elisha, That, you know, here he turns to Elijah and he asked Elijah for a double portion of his mantle. Well, we know that in Elijah's life, he performed seven major miracles and Elisha performed 13 major miracles, almost double, but not quite double. Until one day when he was in a grave and and a funeral procession came by and they literally took the bones of the dead man because bandits had come and they took those bones and they threw them inside of the grave and those bones fell upon Elisha. And all of a sudden, that dead man came back to life. You see, there's something about when we don't forget the ancient wells, when we don't forget the ancient markers, when we choose to be able to recognize that there's been great sacrifice. Let me say this to you, Monica. There was a revival that took place back in the 70s in Tallahassee. It went for three years, seven days a week, 365 days a year for three years, constant. Um, And that revival stopped because the people of that church despised the prophetic. Well, again, let me tell you something. The name of that church has been changed and the building that that church Hmm. resided in is the building that they just gave to us. (laughs) So the church that blended into us is the church that had a three year revival. The first thing we did was we, we repented and we turned and said, father, we will not despise prophecy. And then another area that they, that they had difficulty was, with is, is that the, one of the prophetic words that came forward is that God was calling them to give that church to an African-American church. Yeah. And the people rose up against that and they said, we're not letting go of our church. Well, guess what? God's word is always faithful and true. And today that building, w- which, which has been, you know, the church relocated, but that, their old original building it, today is, is given to an African-American church. And uh, but God never forgets those ancient wells. He never forgets those prophetic dreams or those prophetic words. And then there's something about us laying down our agendas and connecting with the will of God. Listen, you can't make this stuff up. No. He will. He will literally cause things to all literally come together like a beautiful puzzle. I and mean, it's amazing.
0: I'm blown what you just said. <laughs> Glory to God. That is, that is incredible. Praise God! You know, um, I want to go back to. (laughs) I got so blasted when you were talking about it. We're gonna come and visit. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome stuff. Um, You know, I want to say something about you too because when I first met you, I heard you were talking about. You know, I always like to say it's like you know the other side of the tracks. You know, know, that's that's what what people used to say on the other side of the tracks and the other side of town. Well. You know, I'm from the other side of town, too. You know, I I was a single mom. I had multiple marriages, broken relationships, codependency, drug addiction. Wow. You name it. I mean, God pulled me out. I'm not in the deliverance ministry for nothing, (laughs) you know, and that's just the bottom line. I've been delivered of a lot of things. And when you're delivered of things, you now have authority over them. And so I now have the capacity when I see somebody bound with fear or drug addiction and it's, it's leaving. If you say yes, That's right. it's leaving. <laughs> right. So That's right. Um, God is raising up a company of deliverers. But what I want to say about you is this, it's like I heard what I heard you in the prophetic operating in me. When I heard the sound on your voice, I heard, I heard the sonship coming out of your mouth and Amen. I heard, I'm going to just go ahead and speak this and and you can tell me, if, but I saw the pain that you've gone through and, um, coming into sonship is what I felt like. And you yes. are a true son. Mm-hmm. You are a true son. And I heard it on the sound of your voice. And so you're one that can go back to the other side of the tracks because you can identify <laughs> with the people. That's right. And the same thing has happened with me. You can send me into a transitional living home. And when I talk, the girls know we got this in common. That's right. You can send a hoity-toity that's, you know, just I'm here to teach you and they can smell you coming. They're not going to receive anything that you have to say. So that's when right. you know, God is preparing a prepared people to go in to prepare the people, Amen. you know, and Amen. and and I want to just speak blessing into what he's doing in your life, in your region, in your church. That is phenomenal. I mean, if there's not a move of God getting ready to break out there, nothing is. That's powerful. I mean, yes, my God, you know, it's because his word will not return void. And that's, that's really right. what you were saying. It, it can't. And if that's we'll right. hold on to his words and his will, you know, here's what I like to tell people. It doesn't matter what it is. That's right. Lay down it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Just say yes because it is going to be better than what you can come up with. You know, absolutely.
1: And you absolutely. may go through some
0: things. That's biblical. You know, you're gonna go through some things, but he's got you. You know, I'm 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 gonna tell you something. Since I moved here, and and you know, Pastor Eli, I'm going to, I'm gonna be honest with you. I never in a million years I actually told the Lord no in a very quiet way because I, I'm honorable, but I was whispering, I'm not really thinking I can do this stuff. That you're telling me because this being on a video thing wasn't who I am. And I, I actually had to get a little more inner healing and deliverance before I could go on and do it. <laughs> it was rough process. But once I stepped into it and started doing it, I found out it is who I am because it's who God created me to be. But That's this is right. something I want to say <clears throat> trying to go somewhere and God taking you somewhere are two different things.
1: You're absolutely right.
0: And if God said he can take you there and he's going to take you there, you're going. You can yeah. let you just say yes and step in and you're going. And if yeah. you need to wait, you wait, because his words will not return void. And the plans that he has for you will come to pass. Period. Yeah. Don't you agree?
1: I totally agree. And let me just say this to you. You know what? If God's going to exceed our, our um, ability to understand, we've got to release our understanding to him. Come on. You know, it is so important to be able to take whatever paradigms we have and lay them at the foot of the cross. Uh, Monica, you don't know this, but I came out of a mega ministry to where um, I was an executive pastor with 17 pastors and 143 employees underneath me. Wow. And, um, and so when, when the Lord delivered me from that environment, I thought certainly that it's only going to be a very short period of time. And you know what? Things are going to be rocking and rolling in Tallahassee. Let me just say this to you. The Lord had to get a lot of stuff out of me in order to get some stuff into me. Come on. (laughs) And, and, you know, and so it's so so important for us to be able to release our future into his hands. Listen, he's got it. He's got it in the palm of his hands. But, you know, the key is, is that until we'll trust him, until we'll allow him to be able to do what he wants to be able to do, we'll never embrace it. You know, there there are so many people that circle the same tree because it's got to be done the way that they want it to be done. And I've just learned that, you know what, I hold on to people lightly and I hold on to God tightly. Oh, can you say that again for the people in the back? I I hold on to people lightly and I hold on to God tightly. And I and I and I I realize that, you know what, I'm fighting for the will of God in this North Florida area. And so not everybody is going to embrace that. And you know, and I'll have some people that'll come and they won't understand it or all of a sudden they've got to have it their way and I'll let them know this ain't Burger King, baby. It's time for you to be able to the to, to door open the same way you came in. Because what we're doing is we're, we're developing a place where the presence of God can abide. And it's just important to be able to realize that this thing is going to look different than anything we've ever seen before. And if you expect to be able to have it come the way that you've seen it before, guess what? Your your your, your aim is, is, is really, really low. You because need it's going to blow... You're absolutely right. It's going to blow us all away.
0: You got a little more surrender there, If that's the thing. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to say this um, about Apostle Kim Malone again, because something beautiful, you know, um, what I what I was trying to say earlier was the video stuff, the Florida thing. None of this stuff was on my radar, but it was on God's radar. And Monica had to lay down. Like, no, no, I'm just going to pray for people for inner healing and deliverance because that's what I love to do. You know, I'm going to do that stuff in the, the prophetic and woo and hang out in the clouds with the intercessors and and God was like, no, you're this is what that's I right. you know what I have. And so, um, in saying all that, <clears throat> after I met Apostle Kim Malone, um, it really started becoming clear that this was a whole lot bigger than what. Um, I, I knew, and I, I don't think I have the full picture. I think I see a little tiny part. Um, but I know the part that I do see. Wow. And in saying that <clears throat> he said something beautiful to me, I had him on, or he had me on. It was one of our video things. It was on his, um, revival time. And afterwards I said to him, cause it was on my heart to have you and a couple people and a couple of the worship people come on here. Okay. Um, from Florida, because I want to keep this Florida focused no matter what the, the, the theme or whatever's going on. I want to run that Florida thread through that. And, um and, and I said, would you mind if I invited a couple of your connections or a few of your people um, on here? And he said, he said, you invite anybody. He said, Monica, I am not territorial. And That's he right. said, this is what I thought was beautiful and humble. He said, and if I ever get that way, God will deal with me. And That's I was right. like, What an awesome thing for a leader to say. You know what I mean? Because I've been around the block enough to know, you know, people, and the the reason I brought that up is because of what you said.
1: You hold people
0: lightly because people are not ours. Absolutely. We have to hold them lightly.
1: So let's look at the other side of that coin. God brings people into our lives for the purpose of um, alignment, for the purpose of connecting us to a greater purpose than ourselves. But if we're not careful, the same people that, that want to hold on to us tightly, we want to hold on to them tightly. Come on. And I, I've learned a long time ago that, you know, especially as it pertains, I'm just going to use um, Apostle Ken Malone. Yeah. I'm so thankful for the alignment that I have with him. But at the same time, um, I recognize that I cannot have um, expectations Amen. that want to be able to shackle him. Um, I've got to be able to let him be who God's called him to be. And and to be able to recognize that God uses that relationship and uses many other relationships to set the table on what he's wanting to be able to do throughout our state. And there's something about allowing people the freedom to be who God's called them to be, not trying to monopolize them, not trying to control them, not trying to manipulate them, but allowing them to be who God's called them to be. That all of a sudden, you know what happens? You make room for the gates to swing open wide and for the King of glory to come in. Come on. He is coming too. <laughs> That's what I'm screaming.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Woo! Yes.
0: Amen to everything you said. Um, you know, I just want to say <laughs> this was awesome. What an awesome. I, the whole time I'm telling you, you know when you when you meet someone that um I had a pastor years ago, he used to say gift people know gift people, but kingdom right. people know kingdom people. You know, it's Amen. like you can identify, but that's when I said, when I heard the sound coming out of you, um, it was like, you're carrying something for a people and God put it in there and I can hear that sound. And I just want to say who, and you're in and say the exact town area that you're in
1: Tallahassee, Florida, lifeway community church.
0: Okay, so guys, if you're in the Tallahassee area, you need to get your boots on the ground and connect with this man of God, especially if you're floundering or you're looking for a place and you know God's put something in your heart, um, find your way over there and connect with these people and his wife, Kelly. Tell us a little bit about your wife, Kelly.
1: (laughs) She is crazy. Y'all need to pray (laughs) for me. I'm telling you, she is wild. Um, I love her. I love her. And you know what's amazing is that we've been married for 29 years. And in 29 years, I've never tried to change her. Uh, Let me just tell you a a brief story. So we do, we we have a huge relational um, driven ministry. And so we want to see marriages stronger. We want to see relationships stronger. So we were on a cruise. We do these marriage cruises. I love cruises and, you know, they'll give me free conference space. And so we'll teach. And so my wife, if, if, when you meet her and you'll see her in August uh, down at um, Apostle um, Ken Malone's uh, event with Dutch and, and Jane. Yes. Um, but what's amazing is that when you meet her, you would never guess that she's from the country. And she, she, when she left the country, she left the country. She left her, her accent there. The way she dresses, everything has nothing to do with country in her. Right. And, and so she's telling we're, it's formal night. So I'm in a tuxedo. And we're sitting at this table with about 15 people in a dining room that has about 1,500 people in it. And it's formal night. And all of a sudden, she's telling someone lays it in the table that she used to travel on a clogging team. And some of you <laughs> in the central part of the state don't know what clogging is. Just think of river dancing. And and, and so when I'm down on the other end of the table and we're talking about pastoral things, you know, I got the 50 questions coming at me. Well, what does this mean? And what does that mean? And all of a sudden I hear people at the other end of the table clapping and I turn as I turn. I see my wife. She's standing up in her chair in her evening gown clogging in the chair. (laughs) and all of a sudden this entire dining room with 1500 people just start
0: clapping
1: (laughs) but but listen to me everything inside of me wanted to be able to turn and say woman sit down you're embarrassing me and immediately the holy spirit rose up on the inside of me and said you leave her alone that's who i made her to be and in 20 in 29 years of being married to her i have always just left her alone and so you're, you're 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 gonna love her she is she's a crazy girl but you know what? Let me just say something to you. She is sensitive to the spirit of God, and and all of a sudden you look at her and something has shifted. And when it has, she's on a mission, mm-hmm. and um, and so she's she's on our worship team, and so she flows prophetically. Wow. And I just love in the song of the Lord, and it's just God is just doing great things at Lifeway, and and oh. she's I I am blessed because she's a she's a woman that I could turn and say, you know what? God has just spoke to us, and um and and we're moving no, not out of Florida. Cause God's called us to Florida, but, but we're moving somewhere and she would immediately pack up. Um, but I'm so oh, thankful. God. I'm so thankful that God has called us to Tallahassee. And I, I believe that um, I'm going to be here to, to the end of days. Wow. And so it's wonderful. And
0: She's beautiful on top of
1: it. <laughs> yes, she is. She makes me look good. <laughs>
0: she does make me look good. <laughs> you both look good. <laughs> so, oh man, I can't wait to meet her. That's awesome. And let me just tell you that clogging thing is no, that's not a joke. That's real. It's not stuff. a joke. No, it's not. It's a not. I mean, you've got to have some mean <laughs> muscle machine legs to, to do. And it's a beautiful, um, you know, different regions. I mean, that's beautiful stuff. I've watched, I'm have i from Kentucky. So
1: okay. Oh, that's right. I okay. have a
0: little bit of this in me. I talk just a little <laughs> bit, not a lot, but I lost mine real quick. Um, I actually came to Florida years ago and someone said, your dad, who's your dad? And I was like, I don't talk like that, like that. <laughs> so I lost that real quick. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got a little bit.
1: Of- you, know, you know, what's beautiful is that she's a hairdresser. And, um, and what's what's awesome is that she cut some of the who's who of Tallahassee. And there was a time in a season where I tried to get her to let go of that business and to be able to come home full time. And she scaled back, but she still worked three days a week. And it's because she recognizes that that salon that she has, it literally is, is a, a pulpit for her to be able to speak into so many people's lives. And, and that's one of the things that I see, Monica, is I see there's such a shift that's happening to marketplace ministry. Yes. And, 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 and it's important for everyone to understand that God has given you a platform and whatever that platform is, you need to use it because you never know who you're coming in contact with. You never know who's sitting inside of your chair and the influence that they have. And so it's just, it's wonderful. Uh,
0: you know, I'm, I'm going to have to just go there with you on that and, and and say something because listen, this is going into all the world. Amen. And what you said in the beginning was one of the the best ways that I have heard it yet on social media or come out of a minister of any type's mouth, the way you broke down, busting down the walls of the church and getting us out of the church and going into it. And that is literally it. And I'm going to tell you, that is a ministry wherever you go is a ministry. And that's tearing down the Hollywood Jesus and going into all the world. That's the mentality we've got to have where it's, you know, this is what God spoke to me one time. And it was for 10 years, I would say, God, there's something in me. I know you put this thing in me. And I would say, what is it that you want me to do for you? What is it that I'm going to be doing? I just knew there was something more and I couldn't shake it. And I mean, almost every day it was the thing on my mind. And I woke up, my eyes opened up one day and he said, Monica, it's not about what you do. It's who you are. That's right. And when he spoke it, that's good. something went click. And all of a sudden it was about being his daughter.
1: Amen. Everywhere
0: I went, anywhere I go. That's why I said that it doesn't matter anymore. That's right. I can just show up and be who I am in Christ everywhere he puts me. And whatever he wants to happen is going to break out. And I'm in the perfect will of God. That's right. Wherever You know, let me just share this one story and we'll wrap up and go. But this is a beautiful example of that. My God, a man was in my life and he was one of the first persons, first people that God used of all the people that was not, um, I'm just going to say the word, didn't didn't try to um, come at me in a perverted way or an inappropriate manner. And he really used this man in my life to show me what a picture of a healthy man was like. And he was the man that taught me how to do hair. And I don't want to get emotional on this, but he was (laughs) one of the greatest mentors that I've ever had in my life. And I'll never forget him. And his name is Mike. And um, so I prayed after I got saved and I said, God, I know he, he didn't know you, but he was such a good man. And I said, if you ever give me the opportunity, I will tell him all about you. I'll share it. I'll tell him. And one day, this is a true story. I was going to pick up some milk for my kids for cereal. And I ended up at Sam's at Sam's Club. Who goes to <laughs> Sam's to buy milk? Next That's thing right. you know, I'm in Sam's walking down the aisles, just like squirrel, squirrel, you know, doing my <laughs> thing. And all of a sudden I see him and there we go. And, I, and the Lord was like, there you go. And That's the right. next thing you know, he said, hey, Monica, we start talking. I said, Mike, I got to share this with you. I I prayed and asked God to give me this opportunity. So I want to take it. And, um, and, and I want to share some things with you. And I'm going to tell you what. I shared everything I had in Amen. Jesus with him and told him my story. He cried and he made it out before I did and somehow had a card in the window of my car. He said, would you believe I found this? And the floorboard, this card must have been waiting for me to give to you. And he said, what you said to me in there, he said, you made that easy. Thank you.
1: That's awesome.
0: Later, he calls me and he says, Monica, it's Mike. And I say, hey, Mike, that first thing that came out of my mouth, did you pray that prayer? And he said, not yet, but I am going to. And so we talked for a few minutes and that was the end of it. Well, the next thing you know, I start seeing him. He's going to church. They're posting things Come on. on social media. He's got crossed. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> glory to God, you know, Amen. That's boots on the ground. That's marketplace ministry. That's it's right. rendering your will and, and just doing the will of God. Amen. Yeah.
1: That's beautiful. Yeah. That is beautiful.
0: And I just want to say, you know, God is calling us to step out and be bold right now too. And it's yes. time like never before, you know, the fear of man's got to fall off of us. Listen, the devil And the world are screaming as loud as they possibly can. And it's okay for you to be loud too. Wouldn't you agree? That's
1: right. I totally agree. All right. Will you pray us out of here? Father, I thank you for what you're doing in the state of Florida. And Father, I just speak, Father Lord, strength, vigor, and vitality into your bride. Father, I declare and decree that this is one of the greatest times on the stage of history that, Father, you have called the 67 counties in this state too. So, Father, Lord, I just speak, Father, Lord, to a shift to happen with inside of the eyesight and the insight of your bride. Father, may the ecclesia arise. May they arise with great expectation. May they arise with great understanding. May they realize that this is that that you have called them to. So, Father, I just declare, God, that, Lord, you are shifting throughout this state. That, Father, Lord, there is great alignment that is taking place. That, Father, Lord, that your bride is aligning, Father, Lord, to your desires, the desires of the king to be able to see your glory cover this state like the waters cover the sea. So, Father, I just declare, God, that the words that you have spoken, that, Father, they are not being dislodged throughout this state. But, Father, Lord, you're bringing them to remembrance. Father, I Lord, I pray for the one that is battling fear. And, Father, I just come against that spirit of fear in Jesus' name. And, Father, I speak love, power, and sound-mindedness over them. Father, even tonight, God, as they um, catch their head on a pillow to be able to sleep, Father, I pray, God, that you would encounter them in their dreams. Father, Lord, I just declare, God, that all throughout this state, you're causing your bride to begin to dream again. That, Father, they're going to begin to see again. That they're going to realize that, Father, Lord, this thing hasn't been something that has sidelined us. No, it has prepared us and father lord it is for now god that you are awakening father lord this state father this forerunner state that's going to be the entryway into this nation and father i just declare god that lord you are doing it and father lord that you are causing father father such a a level of of anticipation to rise inside of your bride father lord we just recognize it's not by might nor by power but it's by your spirit so father i speak surrender over the state of florida in jesus name
0: My God, that was a word right there. (laughs) Amen.
1: We surrender
0: over the state of Florida. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And please tell us how we can get in touch with you. If someone wants to sow into your ministry, um, have you come and speak, tell us how to get in touch with you.
1: So they can, um, they can sow by going to lifewaycc.com. They can give online. Um, They can reach me at PE at lifewaycc.com. If they want to send me an email um, and so, and I, I'm, I am one of those unusual pastors that will respond. And so it's um, very good.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm going to just say thank you. It was an absolute honor and a joy to just converse with you and hear what God has put in your heart. I'm, I've been like feeling the fire of God for this whole conversation. I feel like I had some church.
1: <laughs> so let, let me make a plug for sure. Florida. Yes. Find your way, make your way, whether you got to walk, run, or, um, or hitchhike to get to Satellite Beach on the 20th through the 22nd of August. Um, it's gonna be a tremendous gathering with with Ken and Dutch and um, and Jane. And I promise you, there's gonna be words that are released that you so desperately need to be able to hear. And there's nothing better than connecting with forerunners. There's nothing better than connecting with prophetic people that can see what the spirit of God is doing. So make sure that you, you make yourself there. What
0: are the dates again?
1: August 20th through the 22nd. Mm-hmm. So Thursday, and, Friday and Saturday, mm-hmm. Satellite and if, Beach at Kingdom Gate.
0: And where can they go to register for that? Is that forerunner
1: forerunner uh, i think.org.
0: Okay. And Apostle Ken Malone's page, you can go there and check that out and then you'll be able to find details for sure.
1: So That's absolutely,
0: correct. I'm going. So I'll see you there. That'll be awesome. Amen. Yeah. So it's Amen. an honor to have you. Thank you again. This was amazing and um I look forward to connecting with you and meeting your your beautiful wife who can clog. <laughs> Amen. (laughs) All right. You have a great night, sir. Thank you. You too. God bless you. Bye-bye.